0: Cinderella is a popular fairy tale for all children. It shows the transformation of an unjust world to the perfect happy ending. But did you know the tale has a greater significance to all our lives today? Listen on to learn the cultural relevance of this much-loved fable. In fact, this is one of my favourites. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www.annachandy.com. That's www.anna.chandy.com. Episode twelve. Hi. And welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandi, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have worked with more than 500 people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have interacted with. Once upon a time, there was a young, pretty girl who lived with her stepmother and stepsisters. Her family was evil and treated her badly, making her work hard, live in a corner and serve them. She was gentle, docile and obedient. She went about her duties in the house and lived with her fate. However, she had a dream, a dream of an ideal man who was just and fair, a man who would come and rescue her one day. In a stroke of luck, her fairy godmother granted a wish and she met the man of her dreams. He was all she had wished for and more. Despite obstacles, he rescued her from her dreary, abused life and placed her where she belonged, right next to the prince. Growing up, all of us have heard the story of Cinderella. The story of a simple girl caught in an unpleasant situation and rescued by her dream man. Charles Perrault captured the sharp contrast of unfair oppression and a triumphant end in this tale four centuries ago. Little did he know this story and its variations would be recounted for years to come. Why is this story still relevant so many generations later? Because it's deeply rooted. In psychological behavior. In the early 1980s, Colette Dowling, an American psychotherapist and writer, theorized this concept of the Cinderella complex in her best selling book by the same name. This theory or syndrome explains the relevance of Cinderella from a psychological perspective. It explains how. Some women, or rather, most of us have the Cinderella complex. I was aghast because I found I had aspects of it too. Which means, all of us in one way or another are led to believe that we are damsels in distress in the need of rescuing by a male suitor. Now I know this sounds old world in today's times. I'm sure a lot of you feel indignant. We have well-paying jobs, we are independent, and we are thriving without a man. But is this concept really that irrelevant today? Our society is still caught in the patriarchal code of conduct and up until just one re- generation ago, even in urban India, families sought educated inverted commas salaried men for their daughters patriarchy or some remnants of it still exist in our internal hardwiring and probably will continue to exist for at least a few more generations let's break down the cinderella complex this young lady arzu comes to me for therapy she's single financially independent and lives by herself in the city. She makes her own decisions and is free from judgment. Basically, she is living her best life. Why would she need to be saved? Through her childhood, Arzu has seen her father as an empathetic, simple man. He believes in going about his life quietly, without assertion or interference in decisions. Her mother is independent and teaches at a school. She shows no overt cues of dependence. But recently, Arzu recounted a recurring childhood dream. In this dream, she visualized herself in danger, conflict or oppression and someone coming to save her. Despite being brought up without seeing or believing in a saviour, subconsciously she was looking to be rescued from something. Fast forward to the present. Arzu finds herself entangled in complex relationships with men. Sometimes this is her friend, sometimes her boss at work. After a year of therapy, I am certain that unconsciously she is caught in the Cinderella complex. While Arzu was living life on her own terms, she was constantly trying to assign the responsibility of her life to older, dominant male figures. She turned to them for validation, to feel worthy and ultimately to build her own self-esteem. Women turn to someone or else because of the fear of taking control of their own lives. At a deep unconscious level, they want someone else to come and transform their lives. This transformation can be economic, social, or even psychological. This dependence is seen as a source of freedom from perceived hardship. For example, Arzu was constantly looking for an external dominant figure to validate her, her dependence was for self-esteem. Her friend or boss gave her freedom from her own mental tyranny. Meanwhile, I know self-sufficient women in their forties. He even today turn to their husbands for making a big decision. And independent women whose fathers manage their investments. Dependence does not necessarily mean subjugation but the freedom to be respected, valued, and recognized. Instead of finding these qualities within themselves, women tend to rely on men for their own sense of identity and proof of being loved. The perfect ending is held in pause before someone else makes it a reality. I know several women who have ventured out on their own, boarding school, college abroad, Or travel to other cities for work. Seemingly, they are independent, but beneath that surface is the fear of being truly independent for life. I have seen women who live happily through their struggles in the hope that one day they will meet the man of their dreams who will make everything come right. This feeling comes from very early childhood. Very early, women are taught to be dependent. And men are taught to be independent. Women are taught that they have the option to be rescued from the perils of independent life. They are told from a very young age that they will find a partner, marry a man who will take care of them. They are never taught to confront the very real fear of being alone in this world and instead presented with the possibility of external security. The Cinderella syndrome has another underlying trait. Cinderella doesn't grudge oppression. She's taught to be virtuous and patiently wait for her prince charming. All she has to do is hold on to everything traditionally feminine. This is to be polite, beautiful, and sexually innocent. While this passive obedience was the norm up till a generation ago, today... Compliance is no longer a virtue. Everything she has learned as a little girl will not work in the pursuit of independence. So here lies the conflict. The learned good girl behavior is in conflict with the need to be free. The rules of these two are entirely different and that is why I feel understanding the Cinderella syndrome is even more important today. The urban young woman is conscious of dependence on someone else, and it is extremely anxiety inducing. It puts us in a helpless state, a state no one wants to be in. So she works harder at being independent, incessantly proving to herself and others that she is responsible for herself. But somewhere within, there are remnants of early learning of being obedient and docile this undercurrent often comes out in unexpected ways like arzu's emotional dependence for validation or a housewife's need to ask her husband whether she should buy this dress so feminity and dependence lie on two intersecting vectors that are variable is independence a loss of femininity? is femininity a symbol of dependence Unfortunately, this battle keeps women from realizing their full creative economic and social potential. I would say the Cinderella complex is even more complicated today. But here is this thing. This complex does not affect women alone. An important part of the Cinderella syndrome is the vision or dream of an ideal man women are not just looking for any man to rescue them but a man who's their very own version of prince charming they have an ideal and refuse to compromise on this ideal this often leads to complex and demanding relationships where the man is expected to live up to those ideals men are up against unrealistic expectations and women are left emotionally wounded by them not meeting them. Psychologists who have studied this syndrome believe this extreme dependence may be because of overprotective parenting. I am sure a lot of us have heard these questions from our parents. Who are you going with? Will a boy drop you home? Or you can go if your brother is going This often leads women to believing that they're always in need of protection and security from a male counterpart. Growing up, the syndrome reflects as a low self-esteem, lack of confidence, anxiety, and even an inability to function at a workplace. The added pressure of conflict results in with, with either women overworking to prove their independence or being meek and indecisive, sometimes even oscillating between both. While the syndrome itself may diminish over years as women come together to fight patriarchy, the conflict will increase because the syndrome is culturally rooted and multi-generational. Next, I will be talking of something very interesting and I will keep it as a surprise for you. If you have any themes or topics that you would like us to talk about, write in to Anna at anna.chandy.com, and I will definitely try and address them in the coming podcasts. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandi. I'll see you in a fortnight with the surprise. You can subscribe to us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram as Counselor Anna or also on YouTube. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a bi-weekly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new